As we begin to experience some closure and a new beginning after living through a global pandemic, you, like a lot of the world, may be realizing that the life that you had before COVID-19 was one that lacked fulfillment, joy, exploration, and ultimately left you feeling burnt out. A study was done to survey Americans returning to work post-pandemic, and the results show that only 30% will be returning to the jobs that they had before COVID-19. For the past few hundred years since the establishment of the Industrial Revolution, the majority of society has been working long hours at jobs that don't align with their unique energy and purpose, or feeling pressured to take on certain jobs for their titles or pay grades, or are unhappy with the work that they do. Stick around because by the end of this episode, you're going to know what it means to be burnt out and how to recognize when it's happening, what you can do to recover from it, and then finally resume a normal life that aligns with your energy and purpose with confidence. You are listening to the Confidently You podcast. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber, and I'm a communication and embodiment coach with a purpose to help you start reclaiming your truth with confidence. I'm obsessed with helping you transform your life by pushing the boundaries of what is possible by exploring the edge of your consciousness. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to master your energy, how to manifest with it, and choose adventure amidst life's challenges while overcoming unconscious self-sabotage. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something that you can learn. And with confidence, you can communicate anything into existence that your soul is destined for. So if you love personal development, spirituality, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber, and I am your host on your confidence building journey. Mm, I am so excited to be recording this episode today. I am feeling so rejuvenated after sleeping for 10 hours last night, which was much needed after the last five days that I had that I was away from home, spending time with my family, I was camping, um, I had so much fun, but on the other hand, my little boy, who is 19 months old, he uh, he didn't sleep so well, and so that meant that mama didn't sleep so well, <laughs> if you catch my drift there. So despite the fact that I had a lot of fun, I was feeling very tired by the time that I made it home Sunday night. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here today. And if you caught last week's episode, then you know, then you knew that this episode was coming out this week. And this episode is inspired by my recent stint of experiencing burnout and the lessons that I learned from my recovery time. So we're going to be talking about uh, resuming life after burnout. And I'm going to paint a picture for you of what my life looked like uh, before 
uh, before experiencing that stint of burnout. So here are like the types of things that I would do throughout a regular month. So this would be cleaning the house, meal prep and cooking, walking the dog, parenting a toddler, which is like reading, helping him learn activities, changing diapers, um, handling toddler emotions that are so like sometimes come out of left field. It's a lot. Um, Also maintaining the romance with my partner, watching my niece after school, creating social media content for my business, creating and sending emails and creating graphics. This is a bit of a long list, but I mean, I just really want to show you like how much that I was doing. Uh, Organizing the house and, and business finances, preparing, recording and publishing podcasts and the whole long list of tasks that go along with that. It's actually quite overwhelming. Creating content for my website and its updates, hosting moon rituals, creating a year's worth of social media content for the nonprofit organization I'm partnered with, and completing a variety of certifications and courses, including my most recent four month manifestation course. I could go on, <laughs> but I think that that's enough to paint a picture for you about what I've been doing, like the things that you don't see that I've been doing in my life. And after working for about six months straight with very few days off in between, my mind, body, and spirit had finally had enough and were telling me to slow down and take a break. And I know that I am not alone. I know that so many of us are experiencing burnout but don't know where to start when it comes to managing our energy and getting back to a life that feels good and fulfilling to us. Ergo, this episode. So before we dive in, I want to take a moment to express my sincere gratitude to those that have taken the time to rate and and write a review for the podcast. As you may know, this podcast is new. It launched uh, March 1st, 2021. It's now July, so it's a few months old. And your reviews are very important for the livelihood of this podcast. And I'm not just talking about the rating that shows up on Apple. Um, That's important too, don't get me wrong. But for me, even more importantly than that, I'm talking about the feedback and energetic exchange that occurs when a listener writes a review for the show. So when you write a review for an episode that resonates with you, or maybe you absolutely love it, it helps me know what it is my audience needs to hear and what they enjoy hearing from me so that I can keep up with what it is that you like. And lastly, there's an energetic exchange that occurs when you rate the podcast. So when you rate the show because you resonate with it or because you love it, your energy that you put into that review gives me energy and helps support me in creating more great content to help you transform your life. So your reviews mean so much to me and they help spread the podcast so that more people can benefit from my message. So if you haven't already rated or if you have um if you have already rated, thank you 
so much. I deeply appreciate you. And if you haven't, I would super appreciate if you took a moment to do so. If you take a screenshot of your review before you send it, you can receive a free guided meditation if you send that screenshot to amber at confidentlyyou.ca. I so look forward to your review. And if you've been a dedicated listener of the podcast and haven't yet reviewed, I invite you to pause this episode right now and write that review. I'll be right here when you get back. All right, now that you've listened to your review, or now that you've written your review, let's get started and talk about burnout. So what is burnout? Well, very simply stated, it is when you overextend your energy on what doesn't align with you or you you spend your energy on something that feels forced, like you have to do it. It might look like pouring from an empty cup. I'm sure you've heard this analogy before. It's a bit of an aphorism that we tend to say is that you can't pour from an empty cup or cup is half full, blah, blah, blah. So pouring from an empty cup, not having the energy to give that you are giving or the quality of energy is changed or compromised that from that empty cup that you're pouring from so it's this feeling of constantly giving energy with little reward little benefit and limited return on the investment of your energy i think that's important to start looking at your energy as an investment because you invest your energy in things and you do see a return on your investment and there are certain things that amplify that return and there are some things that take away from that return so i encourage you to start looking at um, how you spend your energy as an investment so for me what burnout looked like was i had all these tasks as i mentioned before that long list of tasks and even though I really enjoy all of the things that I do. I love my life. My life is amazing and I I have so much joy for the things that I do, at least for most of them. And despite loving those things, I didn't seem to have the energetic capacity to follow through with with many of them. And I was I found myself being stuck in my own life, stuck in what my energy was capable of doing because I was stretching myself too thin. So I was losing my creative edge. I couldn't seem to find the inspiration or the motivation to do the things that I loved to do. And um, that had this domino effect on the rest of the things in my life. The other things, you know, outside of my business that require my creative energy, like thinking of fun things to do with my son that are that are new and fun for him to try, stuff like that. Like that was that was hard for me to to find the creative energy to do that. And, you know, just various other things that I have in my life. It was hard to um, fulfill that creative edge that I normally bring to the table. And um, I was just chronically exhausted, you know, not finding the energy to do any of those things. I had rather reached a plateau in my business and it was, it was really time for me to rest. And after finally acknowledging that, <laughs> it, it was hard to do that, hard to tell myself that I need to slow down and take a break. I was mildly worried that if I slowed down 
and lost momentum that I wouldn't have the motivation to get started again. But after learning about my human design, I learned that I am a self-motivated person and I don't need outside influences to get me motivated again. And as I returned to my normal life, I did in fact find um, after resting that I was 100% motivated and ready to get back in the game and that that rest was much needed. So let's look at some signs of burnout. And the first thing that comes to mind or into my awareness is having a lack of energy or motivation for the things that you love to do. So that was for me, that was my first sign that I was experiencing burnout is because I didn't have the energy to do the things that I would normally love to do. And another sign is having resentment towards your everyday responsibilities or again, not having the energy or motivation to do your everyday responsibilities. So normally, I'd be totally fine to to take on my everyday responsibilities like tidying the kitchen and, um, you know, keeping the house maintained and getting groceries once a week, you know, et cetera, et cetera. All of those things, I began to have a lot of resentment towards those things and I was not fulfilling my duties and the way that my partner and I have our responsibilities set up in our household is that we each take on the tasks that we actually like or okay we'll be honest we don't love everything that we have to do but we do divide up the duties so that we're each doing something that we um, are capable of doing and don't mind doing so for me that's like folding laundry um, vacuuming, watering the plants, uh, doing the meal prep work, stuff like that. Those are the things that I uh, enjoy doing and I found myself having a lot of difficulty following through with those activities and simply they weren't getting done. So that also, and meal prep was one of those things and um, I found us eating out a lot, um, not eating how we normally do so not optimally and that also had like continued the cycle of a depletion in energy because I was already feeling burnt out but then also not fueling my body with what it needed to sustain my energy that just perpetuated that cycle so another sign of burnout is chronic exhaustion overwhelm confusion and feeling defeated so I mean the (laughs) I look at, you know, my peers and a lot of them are like chronically exhausted and overwhelmed and confused about what is right for them and ultimately feeling defeated by the things that they have to do in life. And then they tend to uh, care for those things or to um, be avoidant of those things by engaging or over-engaging in buffering and distracting behavior. So if you over-engage in buffering and distracting behaviors, that also is another sign of burnout. So that might look like uh, binge-watching Netflix or uh, drinking a lot of alcohol. Now, I'm not talking about a drink a day. That's actually, um, if you live in Canada, (laughs) if you live in Canada, the the government says that it's okay to consume uh, one drink a day or up to 10 drinks per week. And uh, so if you are outside of that and consuming more 
alcohol than that, then that is a buffering or a distracting behavior or potentially borderline um, addiction quality, which um, there are many resources that out there that can help you uh, with that. And um, another buffering behavior is um, overusing cannabis or abusing cannabis. Again, I, I love cannabis. I think it's an amazing medicinal plant, but there is a point where you can be overusing it and abusing it and not actually benefiting from its medicinal properties. So if you are engaging in any of these buffering activities, then ask yourself why it is that you're doing that. And um, it could be because you are experiencing burnout. Um, some other signs are if you're feeling like your life is lacking purpose, fulfillment, or direction, um, and it might be you questioning your path or feeling lost. So, and this might manifest as you, you know, doing work that doesn't feel good to you or uh, doing work because someone else thinks that you're supposed to do that. So being conditioned to do a particular job because your parents wanted you to do it or because you feel pressured by society to do that or because your job earns you a lot of money but do you actually like your job you know stuff like that you know noticing that the the work that you're doing doesn't fulfill you and um, doesn't fulfill your life with purpose um some feelings uh for signs of burnout that you may experience are anger so constantly feeling angry without um, much immediate evidence as to why you feel that way. Uh, so it could be anger, frustration, bitterness, or disappointment. For myself, um, bitterness is what really stuck out to me is that I was feeling bitter a lot of the time and I was easily frustrated. So those to me were the biggest emotions that stood out to me, but I know that anger and disappointment are also signs of burnout or that you are living out of alignment with your energy. Um, which brings me to my next sign, which is having a lack of boundaries towards your energy. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more as we get into the episode, but what this looks like is saying yes to things when you really should be saying no and um, having the confidence to to say no. So again, we're going to talk about that a little bit further. Um, but the last sign that I have here is feeling unsure of what is true for you and a strong disconnection from self. So this again can manifest as that uh, over-engaging in that buffering and distracting behaviors. So that is being disconnected from yourself, disconnected from what it is that you really need to rejuvenate yourself and what you really need to do to rest. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I like to watch a show or two in the evening on Netflix, but what I'm talking about is like chronic binging. Like this is what takes up your life not what you spend an hour on a day I mean like overextending your time on on these buffering behaviors or drinking a lot you know etc stuff like that 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 perpetuates that disconnection from yourself and it's not spending enough time on the things that are really nourishing for you so now I want to get into how we can recover from burnout. So 
for me, this period when I was recovering from burnout, a lot of things were put on hold in my life. I knew that I couldn't fulfill all of those duties to their full potential if my energy wasn't being honored. So I spent about five weeks shifting my focus to radical self-care. I spent a lot of time alone and I only surrounded myself with people that raised my energy instead of drain it. I prioritized time to connect with nature and soak up the energy of nature. Lucky for me, when I was experiencing burnout, it was spring, late spring, early summer, so I was able to be around um, that abundance of nature. Um, if you, I, I live in Canada, so if you are listening to this somewhere in the world where you always have beautiful foliage and greenery, um, it's not like that here in Canada. Um, our winters are very cold, very dry, lots of snow. Um, so in springtime, that's uh, late spring, early summer, uh, we do have that abundance feeling in nature with all of the beautiful greenery and lushness. That's So it was a good time for me to really uh, soak up the energy of nature and really check in with myself then. And um, by engaging myself in nature, I would put myself into trance. So trance is... Uh, um, is a, a beta wavelength um, in your brain that you can put yourself into. You don't. Um, it's something that um, hypnotherapists do. So I'm a hypnotherapist, um, but you can go into the first stage of trance by yourself, and and uh, really soak up nature that way. It's through trance that we can alchemize the beauty of nature uh, to fill and expand energetic capacity. Um, so basically, you can say that I spent a lot of time looking inward and spending time outside and really resting. I actually went for a hike by myself. Uh, normally, I would love to go for a hike with my family, uh, take my dog, partner, my son, you know, spend that time outside. But I really needed a day to be alone just be alone in nature. And so I drove to a nearby uh, hiking trail and I just, I just spent the day alone. And it was actually so perfect because I was the only car in the parking lot. And so I was really the only hiker there in this whole park. So it was so great to really be alone and um, really soak up the energy of that I was immersed in without being distracted by other hikers. So some ways that you can recover from burnout is start with being brutally honest with yourself and get a sense of what is true for you. What is it that you are spending so much energy on? What are you investing your energy in? And then once you recognize what those things are, then begin to establish and, and uh, enforce boundaries for your energy. One of those boundaries that I recommend that you start with is to clear your schedule and tell the people close to you that you need some space to rest for the next little while and only spend time with people who raise your energy instead of drain it. And this is only for your recuperation period. You can go back to spending time with people who drain you later, but I have a strong feeling that you will be hella more mindful about who you spend your time with once you reap the benefits of spending spending time away from those who drain you. 
So be very mindful about who you spend your time with and then actually follow through and rest. Rest, 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 and then rest some more. Rest. And rest is going to look different from everyone. For some people, even working out is rest, right? But for me, rest looks like going for walks, spending time in nature, being alone, watching a little bit of TV, journaling or and meditating oh meditating is a huge thing for me I meditated a lot when I was feeling burnt out um eating food that is nourishing for you stuff like that whatever feels restful to you do it do it on repeat and then do it again so rest so during that five weeks I was really shifting my focus to like I said radical self-care and that looked like radical rest so rest is so important. If you're going to take the time to to recover from burnout, you do it right. You know, give yourself that opportunity to really rest and I promise you will come back full force and ready to take on whatever it is that you need to. And um the last suggestion that I have for recovering from burnout is have some fucking fun and take your seriousness level down a notch have fun and that might look like spending time with the people that raise your energy and fill your cup or do something that feels adventurous to you like so for me that sense of adventure was going for that hike by myself to somewhere that I hadn't been being alone being in nature discovering a part of my province that um, I hadn't been to before Um, and spending time with my friends and family that I love and know always fill my cup. I'm talking about the kind of friends that, you know, you don't have to, you can sit in the room with them and just be, just be quiet and not have to talk to each other. It's just feeling nourished in their presence and nourished by their energy and not even by the things that you're doing and the things you're talking about. Like people like that, people that truly fill your cup. So, and, and have some fun doing it. So whatever fun looks like to you, tap into your inner child and, and think about what was fun for you when you were a child. So take your seriousness level down a notch and raise the level of fun in your life. So now I want to talk about some suggestions to resume a normal life and, this is this is the tricky part. I mean, don't get me wrong. Establishing those boundaries when you are in your burnout stage and you're recovering, that's really hard too. But at least with that, you can tell the people that you love, you know, hey, I need some space. I gotta gotta slow down for a little bit. I'll I'll catch back up with you after I'm rested. But now we're getting into the part where we want to resume a normal life, but we need to make some changes. We need to evaluate where we are at right now. And that can be hard. And to start cutting things out of your life as you resume that sense of normalcy and and finding a new normal for you. So after I felt rested enough, I started to reevaluate my responsibilities. And this was a hard thing to do because I love most of the things that I do, but I had to accept that I don't have the energetic capacity to do all of them, which was a harsh truth to realize and to come to terms with. After studying my human design, 
um, in great detail and having that brand audit done to my business, I started to learn more about my truth, strengths, and purpose in life. And having this knowledge really changed how I view my energy. I am not designed to do everything. I am not designed to do all the things. I am designed to do a few things very skillfully, very efficiently, and in short spurts or periods of work. And this is one of the reasons why I love human design so much. Human design gives you your energetic blueprint, how your energy interacts with your environment and the people in it. It's how your energy shows up for you. So having this blueprint was almost like a permission slip to be my true self and also giving me a guideline of how to get there with as little resistance as possible. Knowing your human design is actually my first suggestion to resuming a normal life without burnout. And if you are interested to learn more about your unique human design, I'm running a promotion until the end of July 2021 for only 10 people. Receive a free human design read valued at $75 with the enrollment of any of my coaching plans. There's a link in the show notes for more details and I invite you to reserve your spot now before the spots fill up. So after studying my human design, I evaluated my responsibilities. And after picking and choosing my non-negotiables, I was left with a long list of things that I didn't feel aligned with my energy anymore. And one of those things was being the social media director for the nonprofit that I'm working with, uh, the Self-Alignment Center. And that was such a hard decision to make because I love the nonprofit organization. I love the message and um, I love everything that they're doing, but I had to accept that I no longer had the energetic capacity to do what my role was requiring of me and I, I had to step away from that. And I had to be brutally honest with myself and enforce strong boundaries around my energy and just knowing like, okay, I don't have this energy anymore. Anymore, I have to follow through and put those boundaries up so that I can, I can do what aligns with me because that role at the, at the organization, it deserved to be fulfilled to its full capacity so that the energy being put into the social media content was excellent. Whereas I no longer felt that I could provide excellence in the work that I was doing because I didn't have the energetic capacity to show up in a way that was required, required of me. So, Because I always want to put my 100% into things that I'm doing and not do anything half-assed because that's just not how I operate. I do. Th- I want to do things skillfully and, and very well and I feel that I was not capable of doing that anymore. So putting up those boundaries um, to ensure that my energy is being used to what it is best designed to do. Uh, which actually brings me to my next suggestion is establish and enforce strong boundaries around your energy. Have some gumption and confidence when enforcing those boundaries. You have to take them seriously because if you don't take them seriously, then no one else is going to take them seriously and your boundaries will inevitably be crossed. It's about saying no comfortably. And when evaluating your responsibilities, put the non-negotiables at the top. So you know those are the ones that are going to continue you are going to continue to be responsible for. And then look at what's left over. Really look at how much you are doing. This is your friendly reminder that you are a human being, not a human doing. 
And this brings me to my next suggestion. Delegate, hire, or outsource the tasks that don't align with you and that drain your energy. This means saying no <laughs> again and and giving that to uh, giving those tasks to other people so look at that list and be honest with yourself in what you can take on this might take some trial and error to see what feels good so be gentle with yourself I too am still learning you know as I go along as I continue to evolve you know what feels good to me and what doesn't but I have this awareness that is so much higher than it was before burnout. I have this awareness and um, I'm really able to pinpoint what feels good to me and what doesn't. And I also have my energetic blueprint, my human design to kind of guide me into what I'm meant to do and what I'm not. So for myself, a lot of my responsibilities of concern those were coming from my business, a few from other places like the nonprofit, as I mentioned, and a few things around the house, but mostly it was my business that was taking up uh, a lot of my energy. And my business is my number three priority. I come first because let's face it, I am useless to anyone if I don't make, make myself my number one priority. And my family is my number two priority. So anything that aligned with my number one and number two were my non-negotiables on my list. And then I started to look at my business. I asked myself, what tasks and elements in my business spark joy for me? What feels fulfilling? What gives me purpose? What really excites me? And what do I feel most passionate about in my business? Well, as you already know, I absolutely love creating this podcast. This podcast is likely my favorite thing to create in my business. I say that uh, working with clients one-on-one is my favorite thing to do in my business, but when it comes to actually creating things, this podcast is my favorite thing. But, 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 I don't love all of the work that comes after the recording process. So this is things like editing, writing the show notes, creating the promotional content, writing emails, publishing the episode, etc. Like all of that stuff. All of that stuff is really, really important and it needs to get done, but I don't love doing it. And the thing is, is that it takes so much time, precious time that I could spend on creating more and more great content if I didn't have the burnout that came with it from spending so much time on those other things. So I I decided to delegate those duties. So my partner, Jeremy, now edits my podcast episodes for me and I'm hiring someone to take over the rest of my duties. I haven't even officially, officially hired someone yet, but I already feel like a weight has lifted off of my chest Uh, And I can see the light at the end of the tunnel because I know that there's going to be a resolution to this. I know that I, you know, I now have a different mindset and I have, I've also like created a system, like a step-by-step process for how I create my, my podcast episodes. So now I can just hand it to someone else and be like, here you go. Can you please do this for me? And I can pay them to do it. And that is such a relief. And now I can... Uh, uh, invest my energy in other places that are actually going to be more fulfilling for me. I'll see a return on that investment because I'm going to be able to create better content and attract more people to my business and ultimately help more people and make a bigger impact because I'm not wasting my time on little things that yes, they're important, but they don't add to the creation of my business. They, They are part of the system of my business, but my energy is best used on the creative stuff for my business. 
So I have a list of, of I have an uh, ongoing list of things that I am looking to delegate and outsource for someone to do the work for me so that I can start doing the things that really bring me joy and increase my impact and my income. So my final suggestion is to be gentle with yourself and make time for fun. This is so crucial. Um, you know, in a world where we we value the hustle and the grind and the accolades and the achievements, you know, we don't prioritize enough time to look inward and just rest. But rest is so important. Rest is when we are in receiving mode. And especially if you are a creator like me, you need to prioritize time for rest because rest is when you receive. You receive those creative, um, intuitive thoughts, those downloads, those those creative ideas that are going to come to you when you prioritize time for rest and the quality of those ideas are going to be increased when you prioritize time for rest. Um, whereas if you only just work, 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 you're never stopping and putting yourself in receiving mode. And you're actually like in this uh, cycle of self-sabotage because you're not actually ever living to your potential when you don't prioritize that time for rest. Everything works in cycles. There's always time for work and there's always time, always a time for rest. And if you want to hear a little bit more about this, um, I encourage you to check back to episode 12 of the podcast. It's about cycle syncing. Uh, and I talk about those cycles of receiving and giving, et cetera, and how they ebb and flow in your life. So you'll want to check out that episode and I talk a little bit about that more. Um, but yeah, you cannot pour from an empty cup. There is a reason why this is an aphorism and why everybody seems to know this phrase is because you cannot do it. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You have to fill the cup and constantly keep it full so that you are always overflowing the cup instead of actually taking anything from it away. You're always giving from your your overabundance, you know, coming from that place of abundance. You always have an abundance to give if you make that time to rest. And this is something that I'm continuing to learn. Actually, I have a fresh example of this. So today is Monday, July 5th. Today is also the day that I am recording this podcast episode, which is highly unusual for me. I like to have all of my podcasts done by done by the Sunday night before because all of my episodes are published on Mondays. So I have it done the Sunday night before so that I can publish the episode at midnight on the Monday. Well, as I mentioned, um, I just spent five days away from home and I had planned to record this episode Sunday night so I could publish it midnight Monday. Um, but I had just spent five days away from home, spending time with family and a toddler who wasn't sleeping well. So when I got home Sunday night, I was completely drained and exhausted. I had a wonderful five days, but man, I was so tired. I was dead set on recording this episode so that I could publish it first thing, but I noticed I was very bitter and easily frustrated. And these, as I mentioned, these are signs of burnout. And I knew I couldn't bring that energy to the podcast. I couldn't do that to you. So I wanted to wait until I had a full night's rest. You know, I slept 10 hours straight. I wanted to be fully rejuvenated before I recorded. And I know that this episode is going to make a bigger impact, even though it's quote unquote late because of the energy that I'm showing up in today. Instead of publishing it or recording it rather at a time when I hadn't, I had exhausted energy. I wouldn't have been coming from a place of authenticity and lacking integrity, honestly, uh, because I mean, I can't talk about burnout when I'm burnt out, right? Like that just, that didn't make sense. So I had to be gentle with myself and accept that it's okay if this episode is published midday instead of midnight. 
I'm still following through with my promise. I'm still getting the episode out there. Um, but I, yeah, I just had to be gentle with myself and, and know that that's okay. I had all weekend to have fun and spend time with my family. Then I slept for 10 hours and I woke up feeling like a million bucks. And so frankly, it was worth it. And now you're getting the best version of me in this episode and you're going to be more impacted by my message because I am coming that place, coming from that place of authenticity, of integrity and strong energy. So to summarize uh, what you've learned in this episode, some signs of burnout are feeling frustrated, angry, bitter, or disappointed. Uh, You are chronically exhausted, overwhelmed, or confused, and you have a lack of boundaries around your energy. I mean, I know I talked about lots more, but I feel like those are the ones that stick out to me the most. Like those are the most obvious signs that you are experiencing burnout. So if you are, tick, tick, hello, (laughs) you may be having burnout. So to recover from this burnout, rest, be honest with yourself about what is draining you and spend some time in nature. Nature has an abundance of energy to offer you and there is so much of that energy that you can alchemize to fill your cup so that you are always overflowing your cup and and, and overflowing and giving your energy to other people from a full cup instead of a drained cup. And clear your schedule and only spend time with people who raise your energy. And then finally, to resume a refreshed normal life, study your human design. And if you want to have a reading done, click on the link in the show notes to take advantage of that promotion that I'm having until the end of July. And remember, that's only available to 10 people. So I invite you to reserve your spot now. Uh, Establish and enforce strong boundaries around your energy and what you use it for. And lastly, be gentle with yourself. Rest and prioritize time for fun. I hope you love this episode and stay tuned because next week I have a returning favorite guest on the podcast. Kara Lee Rast is a is returning for next week's episode and we're going to talk about cultivating a self-pleasure practice, honoring your yoni and manifestation through orgasm. Yes, you heard me correctly. It's going to be so fucking juicy. Uh, we actually uh, recorded that episode today and I'm so excited about the content. There's going to be such a strong message for you to learn from and I really think it's going to make a big impact in your life. So stay tuned for next week and thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them. By screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook, you can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.